Hey everyone, if you like the content that you're hearing, uh, please support the show. Uh, we have subscriptions up right now for a monthly dollar a month or up to whatever donation you feel uh, comfortable with. And also, you can hit my link R, which is in uh, the description of the show, uh, to send me donations for Venmo and Cash App. And all this goes into bringing in better quality and also better content. So thank you. Have a good day. Peace in our human family. Volume and unity. Divine light shining individually. Collectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. As above, so below, feel the pain in my soul, the red pill dissolved. Organized, no matter the cost, politicians start wars, they don't fight, they sit the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together, give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture, it's one love, one growth, one light, light warriors. Good afternoon everybody out there on their P's and Q's. Uh, this this podcast is going to be coming out in December, so we happy fucking holidays to everyone out there. And let me tell you something, man. I have been talking to rappers all around the United States, and this will be my first Chicago rapper right here. Um, this brother right here has wears many hats. He's business owner. Uh, that's a plural businesses owner. <laughs> he's a, a labor owner. Um, he's a rapper. Um, so this is going to be a great interview for you guys today. We're going to talk about some real-ish, uh, the music game always. Uh, so let me know uh, how you guys feel in the comment section. I love the love that we're seeing around here. I love the respect. Uh, this podcast is growing, and thank you all so much for the support. Um, I'm, I'm matter of fact, give you a little salute here on my little soundboard. Yeah, let me go. <laughs> my little fake claps. And uh, I got a little, I got a rapper here, Dread Rock, man. The Dread Rock is an artist um, that I uh, had the pleasure of listening to his music. Uh, shouts out to uh, AMN uh, Music Group. Um, they have given me some great artists, and we're going to get right into it. Uh, Dread Rock, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing all right. How are you feeling yourself? Uh, I'm doing, doing great, doing great. It's beautiful outside. Um, how's Chicago weather doing right now? bad it's 27 degrees out here man oh i heard it get like brick out there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i heard it, you gotta you get a, gotta get a sleigh sometimes <laughs> gotta get a get a cover outside it's so cold man it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so how old, how old are you brother i'm 26 right now wow 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 um so how so how is the how's the rap game um out there in Chicago, man? Um I know that Chicago hip hop has been taken over uh for quite a while sometime, um, since the twenty tens and stuff like that. Like how how is it how's the culture there? The culture in Chicago is dope. It's like once you get into the real network, it's hella love. It's got a big network. Chicago always had the light on it. Cause the authentic of what he come from, what the rap stand for, is always a good background. So Chicago been popping, and the scene right now is lit. You know, 
all the artists is going crazy and they networking more, you know. They starting to try to get like Atlanta in these upper year, like twenty twenty, they start coming together more mm. with the network. Mm. For sure. And that's a big deal to hear because you know, the media um and some people in our culture that I call culture vulture within our culture, like uh I'ma just say it because I've been trying not to say it, but I had I take issues with what DJ academics have said about Chicago and stuff like that. And it's I think it's so beautiful to hear that Chicago was coming up um with with not not only just trying to uh not only just trying to like build the scene but also connect more. That's 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 amazing to hear that the, that Chicago's trying to connect more because everyone is always trying to say that oh 24-7 Chicago is just gonna kill each other. Um, what what are your thoughts on that? Like the stigma that that they try to place on Chicago, they try to replace as in what is is very dangerous out here. So I won't never sugarcoat mm-hmm. that in a way. But mm-hmm. media wise, they're coming together more. It's networking. We able to come out at events and everything. All the artists is able to come out. So it's the the games and everything right up under the music. That what makes it look like it's the music, but it mostly be the games around the music, not just the music artist itself. So that image that DJ Academic put over the city, he built up them their resume. He helped them in a way just to get a name and a quote-unquote just some status of but they didn't really help push the image right. It was already popping. It was already mm-hmm. better. The streets was already on fire before DJ Academic. So it's just the image they put. It's just, it is vicious. You know, it ain't just like every other city. Like, I can't walk down the street just regularly, even on where I'm from. You can't just walk down there. Stuff happen in seconds. So the image is not overhyped. It's just over long. It's like over long. Like, okay, we get it. This is what the city been for like 10 years. Let it go. This has going to be. Right. Can't well, you know, Chicago has always been like that. People yeah. do some reading, like with the mob and shit like that. Like back in, like. <laughs> Al Capone and everything. Chicago has always had a past like that. Um, yeah, yes, yeah. So, so like DJ Academics, like, bro, don't be trying to say all the black people doing this shit, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. been going around for sure. <laughs> shit, been going on. Um, but like, um, so how? So who is the? Who is the? Because there's this, there's this flow that Chicago rappers have that is so different from any other flow. Um. And I and from Atlanta to New York, um, and I'm starting to see rappers that are not from Chicago copy this flow. Who are like the 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 forefathers of that type of sound, like that type of the type of? Tra- we used to put you put Chicago rap under trap music, or is this more nuanced to it? Because I know Kanye is from from Chicago, but he's totally different from any others. From like 2010 on up, it's drill music. You no, know, it's mm. more of a pressure of what you experience in real life. So these stories become real stories and real things. Mm. That's what makes a difference. So, and people still in the sound, it's just a wave. You know, you can't stop a person right. from riding a wave. They seen it worked in Chicago. You can be dirty, standing in one place. And the godfather of this new wave is Chief Keith, if anybody, you know? Mm. Chief Keith, we got Dirk in the forefront. G Herbo got his own way to doing things. So them like the three godfathers of the city and them creating them other lanes for the other artists to even come up under so they really right. put the forefront for us like so so now right yeah yeah the young those are young legends right there definitely yeah. definitely 
Um, I remember when Sosa first came out, man. Oh my god, bro. I was bumping that brother like every single day. <laughs> crazy, man. It was crazy. The city was overlit, so you could imagine how it was up here. Man, I remember just riding around with no shirt on listening to Chief Keep. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they still show him love up there. He still loved up there. It's still love because of what he did. They, it's always hate and love him, but it's more hate than love in Chicago. That's one mm. thing. But right, right, right. his credibility can never be taken away from him. Anybody can't take that credit for what he did and how he did it and made sure we got mainstream just off the, the gutter, you know? So you can't mm. never take that from him. Yeah, you know, that's the kind of vibe that I got from listening to your new project um, that I'm trying to put, put up here, but for some reason, it's not letting me do it. Um, So... Wait, is 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 it a swerving glands? Swerving lands too. That's one of the project. My latest one. The latest project is Rocket Power Two. That's the one they dropped last December. That was my last album. There it is. That's the one I was talking about. Um, you are a real, you're a really good storyteller. Appreciate um, it, man. What 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 a. What what made you want to to name this Rocket Power? What's the what's the uh, origins? I haven't heard Rocket Power one yet, but what's the origins of Rocket Power project? The Rocket Power just saying that it's time to take off. You know, no matter mm. what, if it take long, it's just the audacity of the rocket. I'm ready to just blow out because I know I got the creativity, I know I got the story in the back end. So everything adds up. It's just waiting on the rocket to take off. You know, mm. and it's all about that focus. Yeah, work. Yeah. Word. Okay, yeah, I I, I fucks with that. <laughs> of I fucks with that. The story, the stories that you get into, um, like you like you say, uh, they talk like with all Chicago rappers. Um, one thing that people have to understand that there there are a lot of people that be faking, but there are a lot of people that tell the truth, and I'm pretty sure you could tell who's real and who's not. You know what I mean? Like I may be from Bridgeport, Connecticut, which is a rough neighborhood. But I never, I never was really involved in games. But I could always tell if somebody that was like in the streets. They don't even have to be affiliated with games, but they was in the streets and they was rough. You can say, you can see it that they went through some shit. Yeah. Um, but then you can also tell that there's some niggas out here that be pretending. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely, it's easy to spot a pretender. You know it. Right, right. Like, do you? How do you? How you deal with that? Do you try to pull them aside, like, yo, bro. You gotta do a different route. You gotta be yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you, know like... you know it for sure. It's just a lot of that going on, especially in like okay, Chicago. Everybody in Chicago ain't you know real. It's fake and real everywhere. But in mm-hmm. other cities, it's even worse because it's like they trying to steal a lingo, like ops, slide and drilling, all this stuff that come from Chicago. So it's just like, come on now. Like you probably <laughs> like you weren't forced out here. You wanted to be out here. It's a difference between Chicago rappers. Like most of us as rappers, we was forced out here. We didn't have no right. other land. Like we had to be in the streets. That's the only way we was able to survive young and drill right, and right, right. guns getting passed to us young. That was just the way it was. But other cities, they just like they choose to do this, choose to rob people, choose like we like no, nah, we was having to survive. It was a difference than choosing to be this. Like we ain't mm, had no choice. Mm. It was different. Yeah, it's simple. You gotta see it like as like this is how capitalism is, man. Like hip hop has changed from oh please give us food to nah we taking that shit. Yeah, you gotta be bold about that. Um, and it's freedom of speech. 
Um, just, so I don't understand why, like, like, if you're turned off to it, then don't listen to it. It's not for you. It's not for you. This is what's going on. And I like how you use that line to Tupac with the capitalism. He said that oh, yeah. people are going to be hungry, they're going to be asking, and by the time, 20 years later, just busting through the door, you know? Right. That's yeah. I mean, you see that in every country. Every country, yeah. there always becomes an uprising, you know? I mean, that's yeah. why we have Black Lives Matter now and stuff like that. But, you know, they try to... One thing that pisses me off, Dread Rock, is how they try to make it seem like black-on-black crime is a thing. When the FBI reports and other official reports literally show that white people kill each other 85%, and they even do school shootings. Yeah, so it's like... It's like, who, who are you trying to say, man? Like, <laughs> you're trying to point at what? It just can't, it ain't all just blamed on us. And most, some killings don't even be just about black on black. You know, of course, mm-hmm. blacks kill black, but every race kill each other. Mexicans, white, mm-hmm. you know, it's always the word. Like, people, like, poison people. Like, we don't talk about how the white people is poisoning each other the food and poisoning them just to get them billions from their old people and the grandfather is still living. They're trying to get them out the way to take the business. It's more to it than back then. So, it's not right. just about black on black. Uh, Right, right, right. And what's so good about this music is how it's, it's bringing people out of poverty, you know? Yes. Um, it's actually bringing positivity into these young people's lives and stuff like that. Um, yes. I, like, how, how, how has it... I see that you do a lot, man. And do you do you teach, do you teach your jewels? Because you're 26, so you're still a youngin' in the game, but do you teach your jewels to the young to the youngin' youngins? Like, do you show them the way or... Most definitely, I'm always trying to help the next gen because they got a better chance than me because younger, I had to struggle and really didn't know. So when I talk to a younger person, I always try to uplift them and give them a way out, you know? It's hard to help everybody, but some of them that listen, you can help those, you know, the younger ones, mm. even the ones younger younger. Like, it's to show them a way, like, give them something to look up to, to keep them motivated that you could do. And so even pervert, let's just put this out there, like, even when the image of people be like, the music is so negative. Gangsta rap right. been all the way out since NWA. They was already talking gangsta rap. So we can't be the ones exactly. that pounded and pounded for like it's so negative. Like rap been negative all your life. Your grandfather had negative music. So it's just the right. same thing. It wasn't nothing different unless it's just the disrespect got higher. But what you expect, some have to change, but it didn't change the basic of it, you know? Right, right. And when you listen to the rap music, you hear about them offing themselves all yes. types of shit. Demons and, <laughs> demons and ghosts and demons <laughs> giving my soul to Satan, all type of things. So it makes it no different. Right, right. So I'm just like, why you even, you know, like, this is just like bias. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop being fucking biased, bro. Like, yeah, you know you was bumping Marilyn Manson. Most definitely. <laughs> Go crazy, yeah! Black stuff all over your eyes, like so. Don't discredit <laughs> us for what we seen. The gangster rap and the selling drugs—it been here. It was already here. We can't try right. to change what was our culture. It's a default in our culture. But these here salesmen—he trying to get it the way he can. It's all he can get provided with. So until yeah. he can learn a different way, how can we be at fault of everything we went through? Like, That's facts. Let's quote. Let's quote the great legend Ti. He said, "If you you getting tired of the hood, how about you change it?" That's, yeah. that's that's just facts. Y'all got all this money, 
y'all over here giving your your people opportunities over there imagine if you try to put money into a rough neighborhood and try to like educate these people maybe the people that don't want to listen but let's look at the outcome from the people that probably would listen and look at how the demographic would change um you know like that's such a big deal to me that's why i never left uh the the rough neighborhoods in new haven i'm like yo i'm gonna stay here because these are my people i know and i want to be i'd rather be with my people than be out there like trying to pretend that i'm happy somewhere with people i don't look like it's just they don't even look you know that it comes to it it most death it comes with it so it's like it's it's so much you can you can do so much so little it don't take them especially into the hood term like the hood ain't got nothing anyway so a little thing can make a difference so right I like I like this song that you had on Swerving Lanes called Lex Block Flow. Oh yeah. What 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 was the what was the inspiration on that? Oh yeah, that was the first. That was my first. Like that's just basically was the what I had to do on a Lex. So the Lex is my block, and where I'm from, Lex, and it's like a family block and everything that we grew Got up you. on. So it's just to really show what we had to do on and off of it. So that's what Lex Black Flow came from. Mm, mm, mm. So you, so you just share, again sharing, sharing the story. That's humble, humble forget begivings and everything. Um, yeah. How 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 has so? Do you look at how so much has changed from you being on Lex to now? Yeah, most definitely. Yes, a lot of things change. The way you wake up every morning, it's like even the paranormal. Like you just being on legs, you have to be on alert, high alert. Your conscience mm. so high, your eyes, your stress level. You can imagine blood pressure, just angry for no reasons for one legs. So one man now more calm, collective. You know, mm. you ain't got all that over your head no more. Now the beat into in- intro, real flow. Whoo! Do you write beats or? You got a guy. <laughs> Some of them I be tripping the beats up. So like that dude, I did that all myself. I like had the beat coming in and out like right, right. it was crazy. I chopped that up myself. I be having some beat makers. I got beat makers assigned to my label, so it's both mm-hmm. and both. Yeah, we're about to get into that. What's the name of your label? Swerve Nation. Swerve Nation. Word, word, word. How many? How many artists you got under? We got four working on five. Oh wow! So you guys are growing. Yeah, we're growing now. Phoenix expanding. <laughs> expanding now. I'm gonna get a, a female rapper to make some diverse. So you know, for right. the ladies and everything. And you now, now you, your studio. You, you got you got your own studio spot, or you like try nah, to try to keep it. I go to a couple different spaces because I don't right. ever want to be in the same spot and they know exactly where we at. So right. I have different like about four studios. I switch around. Hmm. Mm. How did you? How did you start your label? Like, give 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 these youngins game that be listening to this podcast. Like, how how could they do it? Like, <laughs> and I had to. When I started, I was in the streets. I used to last my money. I had like a thousand dollars left, and I just invested into my LLC. Got my my tax and everything, and just got my bank account started. And then I had the LLC, and it been on from there. Y'all hear that, yo? LLC brothers. Yes, LLC. Because you know, in high school, you know, we'll be like, "Yo, we starting a label, then we just get niggas in." <laughs> yeah, you got a <laughs> big start spitting. 
that I was lost out like that too when I was young. I wasted a lot of time just on groups and group names, and it never worked out. Wait, wait, wait. Um, now you say you also got a clothing line. What's your What's your clothing line? It's how could like, they How did they How could they tap in? It's called Swerve Shop. So it's like mm. the Swerve is more the merch of like the CDs. My face on some of it. I got Chicago West Side Limited Edition. I mm. remember gear. It's all type of beanies, hats. It's all like more of like singles right now. I'm planning on launching like a separate one with my wife. She's been thinking of some ideas that's fucking stand alone. Some like with some swerving in it. So I got the swerve shot right now with all the merch officially. I got the CDs you can buy, bennies, it's all type of stuff on that swerve shot. That's what's the name right now. Where's so you're married? Word. How did when did you get married? Yes, <laughs> right now. I'm engaged. So I'm working on kind of not. Congratulations. Congratulations. This is my brother. wife now through our soul, so I call her my wife. Oh, that's awesome. Claim it already. I love it. That's beautiful. Um, how do you how do you be a rapper? Because uh, a lot of people think that rappers are just promiscuous all the time and stuff like that. But when you like see like a lot of rappers are married and stuff, how how do, do people like question and be like, how you married or anything? Like they do they not not yeah. married or engaged, but do they be like, oh, like you be running around still sound like what's the stigma with that? Like why people don't think rappers should be like engaged or a <laughs> No, you gotta have cause no, see, I don't know. That's just like like very I never really heard that, but in my perspective, yeah, you need somebody on your backbone before the money right. First off, so you don't want no hoolum just walking up to you. You got a different girl every week just sucking up all your money. Like, that ain't it. Like, you got to have somebody <laughs> smart, intellectual that can talk to you, talk about before all this came. Like, so you can be mm. laid on a plane that makes sense than just running around with extra people and extra places, extra women just to be there. Like, the women going to be there. But that don't mean mm. you have to be women crazy. A lot of men is women crazy. That's how they get unfocused. But if you ain't right. women crazy, like, I got a woman. You know, I'm trying to build her, her partner. I'm all the way up. Let me help my wife. But like, you got to make it to a team thing, not just a screwing thing. Like, oh, I want this nice ass. Like, no, it ain't about that. That's yeah, that's word. That's word, bro. That's word. I mean, I, I know I know a lot of rappers younger than you that about, like, two years, three years. And, like, when you see how they move and they be just, like, It'd be, it'd be chaos that every time they get involved with some girl, they'd be like, damn, bro, I need to leave this bitch alone. And I'm like, like <laughs> and then they go find some other girl, and then they go find some other girl. And just like, bro, like, how could you live this lifestyle just 24-7 all around? Like, I'm not hating. You know, they're like, oh, you just hating. I'm like, nah, I'm not hating. I got a girl, man. But like, how you doing this, bro? Like, that's gotta be chaos. Yes, no focus. Damn. <laughs> You know, a lot of time you jump from girl to girl, girl setting you up. You got to meet her family, her cousin, her brother. Just too much. Mm. You know, you got to just have one with a brain and you'll be good in the end. Mm. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that, brothers? Try. That's if it. If it's not working, don't try. <laughs> <laughs> got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. <laughs> for, for, uh, for, the, for the low flow. Now, for the low flow. I see you got flows all over, man. So I, I love the wordplay that you have, even with within your um your titles and then swerve. Like, what first of all, what what inspires swerve to be like the the name, the, your brand name for so many things? 
it was because Swerve started as like a rare a play, like it was something good. That's what started mm. as Swerve. And we started at Swerve Gang. You know, it was a group mm. called Swerve Gang, like three of my cousins in there. We were Swerve Gang. But the word Swerve became, it was like, oh, that's a Swerve. Like you have a hoodie on, like, ooh, that's a Swerve, boy. I see. It was like a, a compliment in a way, like, ooh. And then if you're doing something bad, be like, oh, you ain't Swerve. Your lane messed up. You done crashed out. You ain't need a swerving. So it was a, a compliment, and it can be a bad thing. Like, oh, you can't be swerving today. You messing up. Well, then you like swerve, you like that? So it'd be like, it's a bad thing, good thing. It's just how wordplay was back when it word, first word, word. I feel that. I like that. Swerve. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the swerve. I like how you use it in the positive and the negative because I know, like, I can't think of the hip hop rapper, but he like he used to use that term all the time. Like, yo, somebody acting up, like yo, swerve, like. I think it was a. Who was that? I think it was Big Sean, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, I think. I, but you know, somebody else was it just Big Sean? Oh man, speaking of Big Sean, real quick, what do you think about? Are you aware, like, what that whole relationship with Kanye and Big Sean's is going uh-huh. on right now? <laughs> It was crazy, but Kanye just put it on the floor. Like he put it on the floor. <laughs> then they said he down to for like twenty thousand. I'm like, damn, that was crazy. It was like, it was crazy. <laughs> like Kanye, I, I really mess with Kanye because he just like tell it how it is. You know, sugarcoat. If he ain't right. rocking with you, you know it. The world know he ain't gotta hide his feelings behind nothing. So that would make Kanye cool. Big Sean, right. you know, he did make. He did say the good music. Can't be mad now. So. <laughs> I was just laughing hard when he said on that interview, uh, ch- uh drink chips. He was like, he's like, I should have never signed this thing. <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah, that was great. I'm like, how you gonna say that? Like, right there, bro. <laughs> that was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Big Sean on Twitter was like, I was right. I was in this man's face literally moments ago. He ain't say none of this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like, uh-uh, let me put this out here. It's the fuck Big Sean man up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, it's, I just think it's like, whenever Kanye decides to, like, come around, like, oh, my God, like, he be triggering a lot of people. But they got to remember, he has his own issues, and he just... You just gotta ignore him if you don't like him. Like it's entertaining to me. I'm just like, God, yeah. this dude kind of. <laughs> he entertained, but he's he, a genius. He's a genius, though. He's smart. Like it's like he ain't crazy. Crazy is different in this world. So if you right. if you ain't the same, you crazy. So it's like it don't never make sense to me. Like you be want to be different. You want a different aspect. Different is better in my eyes. The same is just so plain and easy. That's too easy. But if you can right, be right. different, sound different. Do something different, have your own lane. Makes sense to me, you know. <laughs> so let's talk about um let's talk about uh the mayor real quick. <laughs> uh she is it true that she said uh she don't want to be interviewed by nobody else that, that's not a person of color? Like, did you hear about that? Like she only does interview from people that are people of color. Who, my mayor? Mayor yeah. yeah. Oh man, I didn't even. I probably didn't even hear that. But that's kind of like that's deep. But all of us, 
I don't really can't really like say so much of how she would feel in that way. I know she don't want to get pressured or you know Caucasians say stuff just to get on your skin yeah. in moment. So I can feel on that. You know, I know how. That's I what I'm saying. I can feel that, yo. Because like, <laughs> if you talking with your people, it's more genuine. But like, they mad about that. She got yeah. these white people pissed that she said that. <laughs> How did I miss that, man? <laughs> I just heard about it, bro. But I was just like, oh shit. I never heard a man, especially a black man, say some shit like that. <laughs> she is growing. They like she ain't getting elected next year. <laughs> like, you better get out of office. You do it. <laughs> Yo, that that tickled me so hard. I was like, "Yo, they mad." Yo. It, I'm yeah. like, "But dude, like, why you mad? Like, y'all been talking shit about her forever." Like, yeah. <laughs> then they, you know what the crazy part about it? They put her in office as mayor, like she could stop Chicago. Knowing y'all could stop Chicago for twenty years straight. Now y'all right. talking about how she can't stop it. What did the other white guy do or the other white woman do? Nothing. So how can y'all Nothing. be? So mad, bashing her to the ground, and nobody right. never changed nothing over the next ten years or fifteen years. Nothing changed. Right. So, what you think should I, happen as 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 someone that grew up there? Yeah, like, what do you think should happen? Because you have the most experience in a white Chicago person just coming in. You know, like Trump was like, "Oh, I want to send the the National Guard and shit." Like that's going to work. Like really, bro? Like <laughs> you gonna have some war crimes on your head? That's what you talking about. <laughs> Yeah, you know it. It's gonna get crazy. They keep sending these Caucasians to a black group they don't know nothing about. Right, right, right. What do you what you think should what do you think should happen? Like just real quick, what do you think they should do? Like if you get some guidance. If the city of America can be better anyway. Yeah, I know this is a crazy question, but I just thought about it. Like uh, you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, because I know so like they could go down a rabbit hole, but what what do you think they should do? Because they literally just keep complaining about it, but there's violence everywhere around the United States. And so but many they different things. They're heavy about Chicago. They feel like it's a mutation or a fucking warfare here. But if you had to do something with the mayor, it's like it's the more opportunity within like self giving yeah. and hands on. It's like there's nothing here. No community centers, barely. Nothing Talk is given, it. nothing. It's free enough to even help somebody, you know. Shelter's barely as limited. It's like nothing to give nobody hope, especially, it's not even a knowledge. Like, the thing is they do with the community is give the knowledge to know how to better your life. Not just mm. tell you, like, oh, go get that job and you'll be all right. But what happens when they lose that job? It's like they need knowledge to know investments and stuff that they can get on a board. Like, teach the black people to create a board so you can create a capital you know, you need more members to create instead of telling them separate, go do your own thing. Do your own thing. Like, you need a board to create a capital, any capital. To even get a capital loan, you need a board. As black people, we barely know that. They think you can do everything by yourself. That's why you see white people being a whole room full of them. Because they all trying to get that capital loan, that capital check, because they got a board. So it's like, it's more knowledge that I think. Oh, yeah, that's facts. That's facts, man. That's facts. Well, what you got? What else you got going on next, man? Like, you got any tour? You got any like shows? You got any? I got a, I got a show coming December first at the Forge. Mm. 
and I got a. They trying to give me a headline in January. I haven't confirmed the date. So after I rock the forge out December first, they'll be able to give me information about the headline in January. So I got like two shows coming up. You know, tour wise, by the time like I think May, I'm if I don't get on nobody tour, I'm just setting my own summer tour and hit some different states. You know, give somebody else some love. Word, word, word. I love it. I love to hear that, man. I love to hear that. I love to hear that you're grinding and shit like that because this pandemic has been fucking crazy. A lot of, lot of artists not really doing it anymore. A lot of bands broke up, stuff, you know. Everything That's, just changed over the pandemic. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> has, it, has, it, has it been hurt? Has it been crazy, like, for you? Have you been able to maintain, keep your, keep your focus, or... Have you ever yeah, thought about quitting? I was good through the pandemic. You know, I even took a little time out. But since I got a label, I can be able to build another artist while I'm taking a step back, figure out the more mm. bigger problems so I can be able to drop them. So it was a little back and forth, but it hasn't really stopped me. It really was, you know, it was cool to me. But the shows, I wanted to get on the stage more, and I was just starting, like, last January. I was at the Ford. Excuse me. I was at the Forge last January, but as soon as that February pandemic, so it slowed down the show. So I was ready to just stay on the stage, but they stopped it. Oh, wow. Speaking of stage, yo, how do you feel about that whole shit that went down with Travis Scott? Oh, man. <laughs> um, I really think, I can imagine somebody fainting that over high. Like, it was on him, but he went down the stage punching people or nothing, so it wasn't Right. So much on our black brother, like he didn't hit nobody or throw start shooting at the crowd, now. So it's like you at your own risk. If you faint or overheat or something happened in that crowd, that's you come to a show. You shouldn't be. If you wasn't ready, you and gentleman rush went too high. You overdosed or whatever you took. That's on you. That ain't really on our black brother. They just pinpointed to try to bring him down. That's all they try to do is bring him down. That's all, man. I haven't seen any stigma like this on any other artists, especially white artists. The the Who one time eleven people died at their concert. Like yeah. I haven't seen. What's up? Yeah, most death. Like it's just, is it? I think it's I think it's a little bit too overplayed, and I I feel like he's about to lose his whole career over this. And Live Nation, I haven't heard anything about them taking any flack because over two hundred people in their past. Uh, concerts have have died in their concerts, so it's like, so we're we're not gonna talk about the work conditions that Live Nation give. Like, are these security guards experienced? And if it's not the security guards, what was what was the precautions made for these people to feel safe? Was it too many tickets? There was like fifty thousand people there. Yeah, and but, only certain venues can deal with that. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, well, what was like? Where's the investigation? It feels like they're just always trying to just get on us because we get in that bag and that's yeah. what i'm seeing like i know that maybe he made the crowd crazy because he like he wanted in the rage but that's him as an artist trying to be entertaining you know what i mean like i don't yeah. i don't know <laughs> most deaf most deaf it's just it comes to show it's just you know the power in the course you know that's just people we just be the one that want to point the finger that's always that's the bad guy because he didn't tell. He didn't tell them eight or ten people that died to come to the show. They came on their own risk. So it ain't on that brother. They mm. can't put that all on him. But that's what they're gonna do in the end. He gonna lose sponsorship, endorsements, all over that because that's what they yeah. want anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think it's I think it's a calling as well for him and for other artists to see how important it is to finally I mean getting a record label, you know, a record label is fun, but independent record labels I feel like are better. End up being independent artists, I feel like it's better. Um and you know, I don't have that much experience with record labels. I'm I'm my band, we're part of an independent label that we create that our lead singer created. So I just see the freedom and stuff that we can do and what we're able to do. And I'm just like, you guys should just like tell Sony straight up, like what, whoever, like Jimmy Iovine, like, yo, I, I shouldn't be taking flack for shit like this. I shouldn't be having to deal with shit like this. Now I'll do payouts like that. Uh, I mean, how much money has Travis Scott got besides touring and all his endorsements? Like, has he actually got checks from his label? Like I, there's so many levels, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, but that's why I started independent. I'm gonna stay independent. You know, Russ. That's why I got my own independent going. I feel more because you can still make the money. So it's another thing to tell the little artists out here that's on the grind, up and coming. If you go label wise, you get all your masters and everything. Plus, see, you artists, you have to know this: it is a middle class artist. Y'all think that you have to go multi-million to make a living. Like, living don't cost that much. If you're working yeah. a job, you're only making 1600 a week, every two weeks, whatever. You're only maxing out at 4000 a month. So if you can just match out 4000 a month in music, you're still going to be an underground rapper, but then you're getting a bag to maintain a regular life. Then you worry about the multi-life. Everybody thinks that you're going to rap, and next thing you know, you get millions, millions. Like, No. No, it don't work like that. You still got to focus on being the middle class rapper so you can make the middle money. So you just make all your money, you know? It's still like a job. It's a career. It's like you're going to work. So you go work. This is your work. This is your, this is your check. A lot of artists get it wrong. They think that it's multi-million. They want a million soon. They walk out the door. Like, no, slow down. And you got to pay that Take million that back, back, brother. <laughs> they going to want that million back. You go yeah. the fucking big label. They going to be like, yeah, we gave you this because we thought you was going to go number one. You didn't, so you gotta pay this shit back, bro. <laughs> pay it off back. We put all your money in the marketing. Like, damn, everything with the marketing. I see a guy riding up with a new phantom. That didn't go to more marketing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I like how you was end. like humbling yourself and saying, bro, like even if you middle class, like that should be your goal. Working yeah. class talk about all the time being a working class person and just being so proud to be a working class person, like treating it like that. You can live it's a healthy up. life. That's it. Like, you can get that made to the end as long as you keep working. But as long as you make right. some money, like, make the money. But don't try to expand. Like, people will give up because they think they're supposed to make so much money. Like, dude, make the money. <laughs> Let it add up. Look at 2 chains. 2 chains is a big example. He didn't blow up until he was 40. Like, yes, that was major. <laughs> but he probably was already getting some money, little show money, little not a show yeah, here and there. Like yeah. that's still some good money in a regular life. Like, oh see, you got a show every week for a thousand dollars, that's good. That's better than working at warehouse for twelve hours, you know, breaking yeah. your ass. So it's both and both. But him going mainstream at thirty five, he probably had to sign a deal or you know, you don't know what's yeah, going yeah, on yeah. behind them doors. You know how right, I get right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> right and that's another thing you gotta talk about is like damn like what 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 it was the repercussions behind that so we talk about it like um styles p uh he did an interview with the breakfast club and he said something that was very fucking interesting now everybody knows styles p is the man styles p got money everywhere styles p uh is the type of person that 
like you know he's trying to get his kids not to only play basketball but to like have other things under their belt telling them to stay in school and stuff no matter how talented they are but he said on the breakfast club he was like artists need a union if the the, the actors have a union um they had a union for i think almost 100 years now i don't know how old the union is but it's a long it's a very old union um and he was saying that he feels that actor, that actors, artists should also get a union. Like these people, like Jimmy Iovine and all of them, they need to understand that what what is next after the artist buzz is over. What is what is left after that? Nothing. Not all artists are taught money or how to invest and stuff no. like that. They be lost out. They don't get that publishing check. That's what the label gets. Right now, I get my right. publishing. I got everything. So no matter if I right. stop rapping down, that good song is hot. They're gonna pay me all my life, but if the owner, if the label come, they're gonna want to take that from under me. Take all that and just give you an advance and give you only the tour merch, and then they take your publishing, blow that up all the time. You just lose that in the long run for life. Now they got your right. check, your family will never see it. They got your estate, you got everything. So it's just more of knowing. Devil style people saying like most deaf, like at least knowing about how to mm. secure the money, how to get the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely education, man. Oh man, oh, I gotta get going. This, this, this is awesome. I want to thank you so much for uh, yeah, coming on, you, brother. Bro. Yeah, brother. Um, do you, so, so the new album that you have that that everybody should listen to that came out last year. I was listening to Swerving Lane, so I'm gonna listen to Rocket Power too. So, Rocket yeah. Power Two, that's the latest album. Um, everybody that's listening, Rocket Power Two has about. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, two, five, six. Uh, like ten tracks and stuff. Come on, give it a listen. Give my brother his support, man. Are you you got your fan base mostly in Chicago right now, or you you, you branching uh, out? Chicago is a good base right now. I'm building on, but my major mm-hmm. fan base is all the way in Sweden. It's over the waters. They love me over there. Like I got Word, this that's song. It's crazy. It's a big song called "I Remember." It's over mm-hmm. seven hundred screens on Spotify right now. Worldwide, mm-hmm. it's over a million screens, including YouTube, Apple Music, mm-hmm. SoundCloud. It's already over a million. So I've been getting mm-hmm. feed, and they love it. They've been making TikToks to it. It's called I Word. Remember. Shouts out to Switzerland, man. Shouts yeah. out. Yo, the Europeans love our shit, bro. They love yeah. it. They love it. it. <laughs> they love you no matter what, too. They just give you that support. Up in here, you know you got to earn. You got to be with somebody. Who you bring? Right, right. Who you with? Like it's always what and what. So, but overseas they just support you just after they love it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real, real. I, I want to give you so much more good vibes and and wish you luck on your success, man. Man, you should get you should get Switzerland a nice tour, man. Give them give them something over there, man. When you get a chance, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go over there, and go crazy. I've been already thinking. About that. I got to get out these states, go make that bag. Get my fizz, what they want, my blood <laughs> and my sweat. <laughs> you know yeah, man, that's what I like to hear. You know it. I got a I got a boy out there, my homie. Um oh shit. He's in Switzerland. Yeah. He's um his name is um he goes by the name of Simex, but uh his his uh his real name is Caesar. Um he's a um, he's a beast. The dude does everything. He's a he's a music prodigy, he raps, he creates his own percussions. Um, he fucks with percussion heavy, which is something I do. I'm a percussion artist as well as a rapper, and um, he is dude's nasty. Um, 
definitely uh, check him out. Um, he's a brother. I went to high school with him. Um, he's originally from Switzerland, but then he went to high school here in the States, and his family was in the States here, but now he's back in Switzerland. So that's how I met him. Yeah. That's a nice dude. Sound dope. Yeah, sure. yeah, definitely. Um, so let, let let's cut it. Let's cut it here, man. Next time I want to get you back on. We can have like we could chop it up some more, bro. Um, yeah. I got too many people I'm interviewing right now. <laughs> I'm ready whenever. Just hit me. Yo, word, word, word. So everybody, check out Dread Rock, man. Dread Rock, you got any last words before we close out? I want to thank you for letting me on the podcast and interviewing me. It was very dope. I want to give a shout-out to my nation, my artists. I want to mm. everybody can do it. Stay self-motivated. You can do whatever. Only thing you got to do is focus and focus. That will give you results. And just take one step at a time. Even if it's little, you can do it. Mm. Mm. Thank you, J- J- thank you, Dread Rock. Um, happy holidays, brother. You too, man. Yeah. Happy holidays to everybody else. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. transforming community. And our human family Volume and unity Divine light shining individually Collectively transforming community Peace in our human family As above, so below, feel the pain in my soul, the rep he'll dissolve. Organized, no matter the cost, politicians start wars, they don't fight, they send the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together, give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture, it's one love, one growth, one light, light warriors.